Industry-leading, difference-making, tomorrow-shaping, world-changing. These are a few of the adjectives people use to describe the technologies and companies Deloitte works with day in and day out. Join us, and soon those very same adjectives could describe your career too. Explore technology careers at Deloitte.com slash techcareers and make an impact on business, technology, and society while engineering your future. At Deloitte. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. Podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Hey, Daddy, this is Dollar Beat. BoxingVoice.com. No matter what nobody say, man, spirit can't nobody fuck with me, man. You know, I can't be fucked with, you know. Dollar D. Beyonce Productions. Whether you pay to see me win mm. or you pay to see me lose, mm. you're going to pay. Look, if your kids still got to eat, I don't have to watch, you know, any footage of a, a fighter. I mean, because I'm Floyd Mayweather, everybody got to watch me. I knew eventually I was going to have to fight Oscar. I feel like, um, I feel like he was straight up and down, no really no special effects. Boxingwoods.com. How can Canelo have the biggest deal? Your, your deal is for 300 million. And I made, I made 350 million just in one fight. And you're fighting on the app. Boxingwoods.com. I'm a king, okay? I eat a feast. When, every time I eat, I eat a feast. And when I get up from the table, I don't give a fuck who get the leftovers. At the end of the day, follow my green print. Good morning, TBV. Welcome back, Patreon family, Boxing Voice community. What it do? It's fight week. Jamel, Jamal. Charlo in action, first pay-per-view, and we're excited. But we got a question for the public that Jamel and Jamal posed themselves. They believe they can be as big, if not bigger, than the Klitschko brothers in boxing. So our question is, can the Charlo's brothers be as big or bigger than the legacy of the Klitschko brothers? What do you think they have to do to either be mentioned side by side with the current Vitaly and Vladimir Klitschko or surpass them in boxing? This is what we're going to be discussing. The article is on Boxing Scene where they kind of talked about it, not fully in the depth that we're going to get into it, but definitely giving us enough, and I quote, After everything is said and done, Jamel believes the legacy he and his brother will leave behind will be on the level of the Klitschko brothers. I say, as big as the Klitschkos, or bigger, we want to be champions together in the same weight division again. If that's possible, 
We just want to be legends where people follow our platform and they recognize every time they see us, they're like, they dogs. And they looked out for people. They were good people. We don't want people to just think we're people, no, we're some crazy warriors that just walk around banging their bats against poles and stuff. We want people to understand that we're really serious about the sport of boxing, that we're passionate and we love the game, but we love life as well and family, Jamel said. So, again, the question is, do you believe that what Jamel believes he and his brother can accomplish will come to fruition? Can the Charlo brothers be as great as the Klitschko's or greater? Will they have a bigger legacy? Lot to debate here. Lot to debate. Good morning, gentlemen. I got my man Mario Monguilla in Corpus Christi, Texas. Alexander Lyons, New Jersey. And the new Dillian. I said that wrong. As You said, all right, we're going to go with D. Francis until we get that down pat. Because he Jamaican, y'all. We brought us a Jamaican. All right? Wagwan. Yadman. Wagwan. What's going on? Also with the at? Midi in the house, Not rocking the King. Oh, King Midi's shirt. back? I, that's yo, the Biggie shirt? What's that? I thought that's Midi that was King not. Biggie yeah, that's shirt that Biggie. Right you, there. Know, you know he loved yeah. Biggie. That was his ring walk the other day. I thought he was that's not going right. to be on to the interview. Shout out to Midi already coming through. Uh, so, yeah, man, we got a full house. Plus, we got a scheduled guest with uh, Mr. Harding Jr. in about 21 minutes. Gentlemen. What's up, man? Uh, Midi across the pond. Uh, I forgot to introduce, as I didn't know you were on. But what do you guys think? Can the brothers be as great as the other brothers? Mm. Potential, yeah, definitely. That is a loaded question. I see. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff to talk about in between that. But I mean, yeah. if I was to say that, are are they there now? No. Can they get there? Yeah, hell yeah. You know, they're making history together as brothers, and I see similarities in in the Klitschko's. Uh, obviously, the Klitschko's stood around a little longer. But, yeah, who's to say that they can't, you know, have the same popularity? I mean, we had my man on here the other day. Excuse me, I forget his name, but he was with the analytics. Maybe one of you guys remember his name. And, uh, you know, he, Charlo Twins had a high score on that system that he was presenting to us. And, you know, it just goes to show you that they are popular. They are out there, you know, um, making waves. Only thing is, is that, which I found funny when you read it, Ness, when, you know, they don't want to be seen as the guys just banging their bats along the fence. You know, we guys, we shared an untitled story last night, you know, and, and that's the attitude that the, the, the twins had and the, and, and the public was perceiving, you know, like the bad boys, the bad boys of boxing. They're out there, you know, really like getting at people, you know what I'm saying? They had the little crew with them. And I think that, you know, in a way, you know, we're in a sport where you have to speak out sometimes. You have to you have to be heard. And when you're not being heard, you know, you got to get a little, a little, you know, you got to ruffle a, a couple of feathers. So I never took it as like, oh, they they some bad people, even though they had me heated that day. <laughs> mm -hmm. But I was like, you know what, man? They trying to get theirs, man. They trying to get their lion's share. So, you know, shout out to the, to, you know, yeah, lions only. So go get it, champ. You know, uh, I I found out the word grifter the other day. I was grifter? watching this grifter. I was watching. Uh, I don't even know what I was watching, but they were talking about Dave Rubin and Joe Rogan and some beef or whatever. Grifter is a person who tries to sell you on something, but doesn't really like like false narratives, right? So like, let's say like I'm a Democrat and then I switch to Republican just because it is more profitable for me to do so, right? So 
I say that to say this. I'm going to sell you all on two ideas. One, the Charlos are already past the Klitschko's. And then two, the Klitschko's stand in a league of their own. Now, you might say, well, that's playing both sides of the fence, but both things can be true. The simple fact is this. The Klitschko's are the brothers, uh, and they rule a division. They rule division for, you know, almost 10 years, right? The, The Klitschko era is named after them. That is a very lofty goal for the Charlos to set, for anyone to set. And that's probably not obtainable. But in terms of marketing, in terms of appeal, in terms of just like namesake, I feel like the Charlos are already there. You know, you had to know the Klitschko's because at some point you're a boxing fan and you said, man, remember when the heavyweight division was popping? Who is the heavyweight champion? Oh, it's some guy named Vladimir. It's some guy dating Hayden Pantiera. It's Mr. Hayden Pantiera. That's who you were, you know, saying, right? With the Charlos, it's so much different. They have this appeal that you want to know who they are and you want to know more about them. You know, they strike you as interesting. They give you these dynamics and they make it, like I said, interesting for you to, um, you know, know who they are. So it's it's, me, it's a tough question. It's loaded. Let me ask you guys this or, or let me ask whoever's going to jump in next to interject this into that very same argument because Mario makes it seem like if it's easy for them to achieve this feat – and I guess the devil's advocate argument would be, can they sell 60,000 people tickets? Can they put 60,000 butts in seats and not together as a Charlo twin uh, commodity? I'm talking about as a Vladimir Klitschko on his own. Can they rule a division for 12 consecutive years? Those are the questions that we need to be asking when we say that they can be as big or bigger, not that they are already so, when man. the numbers don't, really indicate that i mean i, I agree with you 100 percent Ness. like those are the question and those are you know the milestone that they have to get to to be considered in that conversation and you know the key factor for me is going to be longevity of reign like so both of them going to have first of all to become like champion the the champion that everyone is just like agreeing that you know what is the man in the division right now in each of their division is debatable, right? So for them to be recognized as a Vlad, uh, you know, as a duo of like uh, brothers that are reigning over a division, that's what they have to achieve. Not only they have to achieve it, but they have to achieve it for a long time. And they're not spring chickens, and they they're not in a division where you could be doing it when you're 40 years old plus, unless your name is Manny Pacquiao, right? So uh, that that's gonna be difficult. Time is not on their side to beat that kind of record. But I mean, that we're talking about beating records. 10 years that's, longevity. <laughs> I mean, that, that that's what puts you in those kind of situ- conversation, like and yeah. in those kind of comparison. Now, in terms of like selling tickets and packing stadium and having a whole country behind you, I think it's going to be slightly harder as well, right? Because, you know, the Klitschko had, you know, uh, you know, they had a nation behind them. Like they had an adopted nation that wasn't even theirs. Like Germany, they make it. Here's to the great American settlers. The millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, hey, I'm no settler. I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com. S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today.
The world is always on. But you shouldn't be. Put junk sleep to bed. At Mattress Firm's Black Friday Now Sale, save up to 60% on Sealy with Queen Mattresses starting at $279.99. Talk to a sleep expert today and unjunk your sleep. There's like they Weren't Ukrainian. they gold medalists yep. too? Um, wow. I think they were. You, I think they were declarated amateurs, right? man. I think one of them. Yeah. Vitali was, I think. I think somebody was a declarated amateur in that. Yeah, that, Listen, but, I mean, they're the both, thing, they both good amateurs, but I don't think they they, they both won uh, Olympic gold, right? So, yeah, he, look, look. it was. Uh, it, yeah, Klitschko six. He won the. Wait, which uh, Klitschko though? Vitali, uh, I think. No, is it yeah. Vitali? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I had a. Few no, no, this Vitaly. one says. No, this one says Vladimir. Actually, oh, was it Vladimir? Okay. Cool. I knew. So, I mean, yeah, I was like one of them. But listen, the only point that I'm trying to make, I'm not trying to say that they're there already. Uh, that sounds stupid. What I'm trying to say is that they have a leg up because for the longest time, no one gave a shit about the Klitschko's. Like, let's be real. I give them their respect. What they did, Vlad needs to go down as an all-time Wasn't great. Wasn't it the boring era? era? Exactly. <laughs> Nobody gave a shit about them. Like, that's just the truth. You know what I'm saying? And the Charlos so don't have that problem. And yeah, they so haven't had that you. problem. I, I get you. And that, that's maybe going to be Wait their saving minute. grace. Like, what, what they cannot make in terms of longevity, because that, that's the knock on the Klitschko. They say, yeah, you did it for 20 years or whatever, for 12 years. Or but who, who was there? Who was there? That's what people tell them, right? So for you to just do it or to get on that level, you do it for a shorter period of time, but with a quality of opposition that everyone recognizes as killers. So if they just go on a run and they get all the killers, they get Canelo, they get Triple G, they get whoever, right? So whoever is popping at the time, that's when they're going to say, yeah, you know, no problem. Imagine Jamal beats Canelo like two or three times. Like they go in a trilogy and then, you know, they, they just... Uh, it's, 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 matchups, it's matchups like that that can solidify that, that lofty goal. I don't goal, know, man. Know? As I they th go along. But the most problem I had with it was that longevity uh, 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 and in comparison. That's what I had. I was like, wait a minute. you know. And the lower weight classes don't even fight that. Well, don't they fight as fight long. That, yeah. yeah they they, don't fight listen, I believe in order to accomplish it, and, and, and this is going to come off or land on their ears as hatred, as, as they can't <laughs> do it, and that's not it. It's just very hard right now. They're mm. both in their 30s, I think. Um so that means the next 10 years, they have to beat everyone that they face, basically. Because I know Vlad had a few losses here and there, and I think Vitaly maybe suffered one. Um, but they not only have to beat everyone that they face, but the people they face have to be good enough that they are the next... Listen to what I'm about to say. They are the mm. next generation's... 154 and 160-pound crop. Vlad and Vitaly are, have beat heavyweights that are still active today. Still top 10 today. Manuel Char, Chris Ariola, uh, you know, just so many names are in there. Duapai, uh, Pavekin, uh, <laughs> David, yeah, yeah, uh, Duhapis. Well, he was a pie when he got beat. Nah, I'm joking. <laughs> um, 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 you know, Pavekin, uh, uh, I mean, this is off the top, but you know what I'm saying. Like, if you go through Vlad's resume, 
look, David Hay is on Vlad's, right? And and who just fought David Hay, not, what, a year, two years ago? Tony Bellew. Like, what I'm saying is they've been in the thick of the game for so long that everyone they face is relevant. Like, I hate to say it, but there's no John Jacksons that fought and disappeared. The John Jacksons on Vlad's resume, they still out here trying to win a heavy world title. They still out here being the B-side to someone's A-side. Like, didn't Vlad fight Tackum too? Can we compare longevity, though? Because they, they've been fighting since 2008. I mean, technically, right, that's 10 years in the game. Or are we comparing it to the 10-year reign that they had? Well, no, but that's the problem. Like, they've been fighting for 10 years, and really and truly, it's only the last two, three years that you can really consider as them making waves in the way they are making waves, right? So... Imagine like being seven years a pro and a good pro at that, but not being like in a conversation for being like top of your division just yet. You know, that's the problem. And well, they had a plan for them. You know what I mean? Like, I don't hold all that time against them. They were being built. And then remember, there is a very difficult situation that not a lot of people give credence to. And that's the separation between Golden Boy and Richard Schaefer and Al Heyman fighters. Uh, you know, essentially, they had a plan. They all had a plan. And then that yeah, plan went fair. out the window. And they had to, like, kind of redirect it. You know what I mean? So then everybody starts kind of from scratch, a sense. And, and it's kind of like that feels that way. When you think of Thurman... There's a pre-PBC Thurman and a post-PBC Thurman. And I'm not saying that one is different than the other. All I'm saying is that they had very different careers. So with the Charlos, it wasn't until PBC came along where their trajectory was really like put in the place of a takeover or, or top of the level. Before all that, they were fighting on Golden Boy cards just to get known, you know, just to get the recognition. And they had no, a lot of just hype to work. and a lot of people believed in them. Just that, to that's work. A fair it point. was a job when they was with Golden Boy. And that's what they saying. That's why Jamel has such a hate, not hatred, such a such a bad taste in his mouth for De La Hoya. That's why he was telling uh, Ryan, look, they was paying me a hundred. Come over here. I'm getting this. I'm being treated like this. So you got to remember, Jamel was signed to Golden Boy. He was a Shelly Finkel and Al Heyman fighter. Jamal, it's crazy how tables turn. Jamal, see, people don't follow boxing long enough. Jamel was the one. Jamel was the one being pushed. Jamal was the one that people was like, bro, the other brother ain't fight nobody. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, people were questioning Jamal because Jamel was already in so many good, decent fights and yep. proving his medal that everybody's like, yeah, the other brother punches harder, but who's he fought? Then he fought K-9. It's like, oh, but he was 40. So then he fought Trout. He got respect. Then not everyone gave him respect. Some people like, oh, he ducking Williams. So he fought Williams. You know what I mean? But that's the issue, right? Like, Vlad was so dominant that he was called boring. You said in your opening statement that maybe the Charlos are already there because of the recognition, it, but how is yeah. it? Do they have the recognition that you say that they have where Vlad was known for being boring but selling out? Like, remember that that uh, the promoter of Pavekin, who still is promoters, like with R, maybe Midian remembers, um, he got together like $25 million and made Vlad come to Russia, right? Wasn't that fight in Russia or it happened in Germany? But they put the money up. Google that. 
like Pavekin put the money up. Like you got to think about that. Like almost ten years ago, they put twenty five million up for Vlad. Like where is that type of demand for the Charlos? Is there? Is it you gotta? We, I mean, we gotta like. We got to understand, like, where was Vladimir Klitschko's appeal? I mean, I don't remember. Well, you know, it's been a while. But when, was, when did he when did he fight oh, in the States against Stackham? Brian Jennings, he fought in the States. But, no, oh, but mostly, way mostly, before mostly, that. mostly his fights have been in Germany. And, like, I just want to know if that if we're comparing the appeal here in the States to a, a global appeal. You know what I mean? Because I'm pretty sure, like, not everybody in the world knows who the Charlo twins are right now. They don't have that global push, maybe. Yes. But I, I, I can I, I can definitely say that they had they've had more in the last two years, more, 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 more shine on them here in the States than I than I ever saw Vladimir. And, you know, not to say that Vladimir, you know, when he came down here, you know, he didn't sell tickets or whatever. I, I would have to look at box to see where he fought most probably Madison Square Garden. But in the end, like the appeal that we have here for the Charlo Brothers in the States is high. Like people know them and and and, and, and relate to them and, you know, a bunch of other stuff that that, that that goes along with the appeal. I think that here in the States, they definitely got the the appeal over whatever time the nah, Klitschko's I, had. I, I, yeah, I, I, that was the only I, I, point I, I was really trying to make is that they start they're, that they're in a better position from where they're where they're headed, where they want to be. They're in a better position right now than I think the Klitschko's were ever in until they solidified themselves as that dominant presence. Look, we all agree the Charlos got to do that for them to reach that kind of hierarchy as brothers dominating boxing. But I, that's a lofty goal, you know, and, and you could talk about the heavyweight division and whether it was competitive or not back then. Or you could talk about the middleweight division, whether it's better now. You could talk about all those things. But the bottom line is it's just really hard to get a division named after you the way the Klitschko's did. Exactly. But regardless, big enough. You know, are they going to get as big? To me, big means, you know, being known, being recognized. Nah, and, 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 nah. and the Charlos have a leg up, like we said. I believe it. I think y'all changing the goalposts, dog. Being big is making legendary first ballot Hall of Famers travel to Germany to fight you. Not you coming to America to fight them because they're the legends, dog. Like, y'all lying. Y'all lying. Everybody, everybody they face had to go see them because they were the draw. Everybody had to jump on a plane and come to Germany. Everybody had to bow down to them. So why they, did they never choose to fight in America as often because they, as they should have? My man, because they get, they didn't need America. They didn't even need HBO. Don't you get it? Okay, no, I'm, I, I That's get it. That's still a goalpost that was yeah. not hit. Whether No matter what you want to say, that they didn't need it. Okay, neither was Chris John. Listen, so are you telling me listen. Chris John? What is Chris John to you? One but, of the greatest and biggest of I'm all glad, time fighters? I'm glad is you he on used, Floyd Mayweather's I'm level? What, you, what do you think here? I'm glad you used such a poor uh, analogy because Chris John... It's the exact same thing. No, it's not. Chris John <laughs> didn't make it to America in the sense that he was known. Klitschko's with the few fights they had here, we know them. We know them. They are Hall of Famers. Stop lying. They fall here a handful of times and the world... Listen, they fall here a handful of times and the world knows them. Jim Lampley couldn't keep Vitaly's name out of his mouth and he couldn't keep Vlad's name out of his mouth and calling them boring. You are lying. Lampley, I mean the Listen, people. like, the, the U.S., like, the uh, you know, the, the U.S. argument comes from the fact that, you know, for a good part of their reign, there was not really, like, a U.S. heavyweight 
challenger that would just be that good nemesis. That that was the problem. Yes. I think that they would have been like a big US name if they had a dance partner that could make it attractive. And that that's the reason why they didn't crack the US, I think. But at the same time, I also think that, like Ness said, they didn't really have to crack the US because the competition that they were fighting, they could just bring them to Germany. So they what could are we talking about? We're talking about money to, or are we talking Ukraine? about popularity? Hey, but, but you but see, we, you're we trying to separate no, the two. No, you're trying to divide the conversation <laughs> to win the argument. Listen. No, that's listen, not true. Oh, hear me out. Different. Hear me out. Listen. His statement was, we believe we can be big as big or bigger than Vitaly Klitschko or, excuse me, the Klitschko brothers. Now you want to say, oh, well, they could be as big, popular, but not sell as many. No, my man. Nobody said that. No, no, no. I'm, I'm generalizing your statement to anyone else that's going to call in with the ridiculousness and say, well, they are as big because they're bigger in America than, the, you know, the Klitschko brothers weren't as known as the Charlo. All right, so where the fuck are the tickets at? They so known in America. Why they ain't selling tickets in America? So let's I mean, just stop with the bullshit. Pandemic, if you're gonna be I'm pretty big, sure this 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 card would have sold some tickets. Okay, what happened to the Tony Harrison card? How many tickets was that? Over seven? Someone tell me how many did it hold in that stadium? I mean, you're still talking about the heavyweight division, though. Like, exactly. it's nothing's ever gonna be more so, lucrative than that. So, so then, so. Mario, isn't it a safer argument to be like, yo, they're they're being ambitious. Jamel is being ambitious, but it's an unfair feet to accomplish because the heavyweight division is a casual driven division but sure. to, but to somehow try to dilute what the Klitschko's did to bring up Jamel and Jamal and say yeah look they can almost do no dog like we Listen, can't do I, that I've spent more time arguing to get the Klitschko's credit on this show than anyone so you're not going to tell me you know anything about that you're absolutely right they deserve all the credit in the world all I'm saying is that you and I represent a, a fandom that's like 35 and older. Like, I don't know what these 20 year olds know about Klitschko or don't know. And, and, you know, I, I, I'm not saying that they're not known. I'm just saying how well known are they? I, okay. I, all I'm saying is that the Charlos are on a different path. Cool, but can and I, I think that they question? can create something and be the biggest Charlos. I know that sounds cheesy as shit, but I'm just saying that they're on a different path. And at the end of the day, their version of bigger could be bigger. I mean, it, it, the, the the book is not written. The Klitschko's are done, right? Likely never to fight again. Maybe Vlad, that would be awesome, but probably not. The Charlos are still writing their history, and there's a potential that they could succeed. And that's where I think that it's unfair to pigeonhole them and to suggest just because they're not big now doesn't mean that there's no way they can get there. Well, I never said that there's no way. I said it no, is going I know. Going I'm generalizing. Just I said it's going to be hard, and they need the next 10 years to go in their favor for that, for them to accomplish that. Like, you literally got to dominate the division to the point that everyone you faced is now on Charles Conwell's uh, resume or whoever else, you know, what's the kid that we went to see? The sparring, uh, you know, uh, Kashad Elliott. Old Charlo's opponents uh, mutually, you know, are on Elliott's. Like, that's what the Klitschko's did, gentlemen. Like, this last 10 years of heavyweight division, their, 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 their resumes are full with previous Klitschko opponents. That's how good you got to be. That everyone else in your division has fought people you faced and dominated. 
That's how good you got to be in order to be as big or bigger than the Klitschko's. Then you got to sell tickets and sell out arenas. You got to sell out arenas. You got to have a, 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 a crazy promoter from across the country, excuse me, the world, offer you $25 million to come fight his guy. Germany got that money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what you got to be. You got to be huge, brother. You got to be so big and so dominant that they get bored with you. Klitschko definitely had the global appeal, bro. He had the global appeal. I don't think Jermel, Jermel, the Char—I mean, the Charlo brothers are, there, are just just there yet. I think that they haven't crossed into that into that pond, and for that matter, across the pond, right, Mitty? I mean, Mitty, you you tell us, man. I mean, is it flaming out there? Is their name hot? You know what I'm saying? Are you hearing about the Charlos? Do you hear constantly about them? I mean, I know you're in the boxing world, but yeah, take us I mean, through like a casual, you know? In the boxing world, you do like with the casuals, like or. You don't really, you don't really know them. Like the, the younger generation, like you know the the demographic that is maybe like twenty to thirty, they would have heard of him because of them because they use their social media well. They create like the buzz that is needed, like for that generation. But they're more known for their like kind of like you know the way they carry themselves just like yeah, exactly rather than their wins and all that like people don't have like oh yeah that's a memorable win they say oh yeah yeah like the charlo guys i like their swag i like you know the way they carry themselves I, you know rather than you know oh you remember that fight and when they get to the point where we talk about oh you remember the way they beat golovkin oh you remember the way they just like killed uh canelo that's when you know that, you know, it's not just about what you do also outside the ring. It's like your credential in the ring. And they're good enough to do that. You know, they're, they're, good, they're good boxers, they're good fighters, they're good punchers, they're good talkers. Whether you like them or not, you'll just watch them and you'll be entertained because, like, you know, they, they have the ability to just keep you glued to the screen. 9.30? Hey, Mitty, they, there's, there's five... John Harding's. That's why I say I need the, the his. Yeah, uh, that, that's. I, I sent you the other one. This guy name is Pesta Superstar. Like so, when you see that underneath that, you'll see Pesta Superstar. So what do you think, Mitty man? Do you think that the Charlos need a, a a fight across the pond to start gaining that global appeal, or could could they maybe do it like Klitschko? You know, fight in the states a couple of times, a few times. You know, what I do mean, they? You, you need to have like the right dance partner. Like whether you you don't need to fight across the pond to get like notari uh, you know just get fame from here, right? If mm. you fight Golovkin, if it happens in Vegas, people will know you. Yeah, right? I, I, I hate that. I hate that everybody you. says you gotta fight across the pond. Canelo ain't fighting the fucking yeah, UK. Yeah, you don't have to. You, you don't have to. And the Klitschko's didn't fight over here. Like, if you yeah. are big, look at Tim Zhu. You know what I'm saying? Like, people are eventually going to start going over there to fight him because he's big. Like, come on, man. We got to not push the goalposts back, man. When they get big enough, we can talk about that. I think they have a very strong opportunity at doing that simply because they got the power. If you think about it, They've knocked out top, you know, five, three opponents, right? Which means that Tony Harrison one day could fight Conwell. Tony Harrison one day could fight someone in the 54 division, just like, you know, uh, previous opponents of Jamel, like you've seen Julian become unified. And that's what I'm saying. When your opponents become the opponents of the, the rest of the division and they're still top 10, then you will be on that level of a you know, 
Klitschko brothers in terms of legacy. But we got our first guest, John Harden Jr. from across the pond. Mr. Harding, how are you? Good afternoon to you over there. Yo, yo, yo. What's good, man? What's, what's good? Can you hear me? For sure. How are you? Yeah, coming loud and clear. If you want no, to, chant, uh, put your phone sideways so we can get a full view, you know, see the shoulders and all that. Got look like all right, all right. Look like you got this. Oh, you got the rotation line. Who does rotation? Yeah, a lot of people yeah, do rotation your, line. Your screen might be locked, so just go yeah, to you've got just a uh, yeah, just drop down the uh-huh. just drop down and just press the unlock button so that your uh, screen can switch entirely. It looked like a padlock. Yeah, yeah. Right. with a right. with an arrow. Yeah, you. Yeah, it's good now. It's good. You're good. You're good. So how are you, brother? Yo, man, I'm I'm good, man. I was just 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 having a you know a little nap, man. Just resting up, man. I'm getting ready for some uh some work tonight. So, you got sparring tonight or or strength and conditioning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got some sparring tonight, man. So I was, I was just just chilling, just resting up. And, um, trained earlier, so I'm just resting up for the night session. So well, okay. for those that don't know, we have John Harding Jr. with us. He is fighting on October 4th against Linus Eudofia. Is that how you say that? Linus Eudofia in a 10-rounder. And this is on the Buatsi card, uh, the matchroom card that uh, with Buatsi. Um, and yeah. So just giving everybody a little background. Ness, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Nah, it's all good. That's kind of what I wanted to do uh, in the sense that I would like you to just give us your story, man, uh, from the beginning. Why boxing? How'd you get into it? All that all that regular stuff that we do need to, I guess, learn about your story. Um, uh, You know, I start off with why boxing. You know, boxing gave me the sense of direction. Uh, discipline, you know what I mean? Um, it kept me away from, uh, you know, smoking and drinking. I mean, when I, um, my last sentence is, uh, I got a six and a half year sentence. So when I came out, um, I decided, you know, I'm, I'm not going to waste away. I'm going to just pursue uh, boxing. And it's, 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 it's brought that, it's all brought back all the love. You know what I mean? I was just that judged person, you know, like, you know, I'm always, I'm going to go back to prison again. I'm, you know, but don't trust him. I mean, this, um, and they, you know, it's just been a whole. I've been out for five years now. It's been a whole roller coaster, uh, a whole beautiful journey that's just, you know, allowed um, everyone to just, uh, you know, to, to to see a different light of me and also to touch others. You know, my message is like people want to, you know, get up and do things with their life and change their life. Hey, John. Just, do you mind? Yeah. Do you mind backing up a bit to the window? Uh, so that we could get a little bit of light, because people people are not able oh, to no, see no. you. Is he able to see me now? Slightly, but when you hunch over, you get into that shade, man, and they can't they can't see the, the Jamaican brother. It's <laughs> an African brother. Oh sorry, shit, but I, it, African brother. Yeah, yeah. But is, that, is that better? Way yeah, way better, way better. So damn, brother, six six and a half. Let me, let me, let me see if I can get a better light for, for you guys. Uh, hopefully, this sounds a bit okay. That's perfect. That's perfect, champ. Yeah, you see, there we go. Just for you guys, man. Anyone else there you gets go. inside? <laughs> Thank you. So, yo, I'm interested. Six and a half years, man. Uh, a few of us on this panel have uh, gone down a similar path and had to do, you know, uh, pay our 
time to the community as well, uh, so and to society. So, what happened uh, with Mr. Harden that, 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 that caused six and a half years to be taken away from your life? Damn, did he freeze? He did freeze. Shit. Yeah, that's the Mitty, thing. With, you uh, mute, you're Mitty. muted, Mitty. That's the thing with going uh, outside. Yeah, it, it, yeah, he's outside. That, yeah. That's the problem. He's got it's cool. It, it, yo, if he just stays right there by the window, that if he stays awesome. inside by the window, he'd probably be yeah. better. Yeah, definitely be better. Wow. Damn, so, we might chance. have to we might have to hang up on him so he could realize that he's frozen. Six. Maybe he can hear us, right? That, that's the thing. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Nah, that's what happens he, with he, he, he can't hear me. Hello. Oh, okay. I mean, actually, actually, I can't say that, right? Because sometimes I'll be like, yo, I heard everything y'all say. <laughs> uh, well, while we have uh, yo, this little break, I just want to let people know that he is fighting for a middleweight British title. English and title. An English title, sorry. Yeah. And uh, his opponent, he actually has sparred with him in the past, Linus. Uh, who's yeah. 15 and 0. And uh, Mitty, you could tell us more about that, right? Yeah, no, this is like a, a London rivalry. And those guys, like, you know, they, they have like, you know, they know each other. Uh, like you said, they spot uh, with each other. And there's a little bit of like tension and like uh, social media beef. Like, and from what I hear, right, like it wasn't always like that. Like, you know, they they good friend or they were good friend. And then like maybe like once a fight gets announced, you have like words here awesome. and there. All right, he's hey. back. Yeah, so uh, that position is good. Stay inside the house so we don't lose you, but we can see there's plenty of light right there. So uh, we were asking uh, if you could just tell us uh, what happened, man. What happened? Why Why six and a half years? What happened? Uh, you know, it was, a, it, was a, it was a drug charge, you know what I mean? Um, and um, they gave me, the, they kicked me the leading role. You know what I mean? And I had previous um, for drugs and um, yeah, man, they just, they just hit me. I got found guilty and um, yeah, I had, to, I had to start again, man. I had to start my life from scratch, man. For just sure. Get, so so did you it? pick it up? Sorry, Mitty, let me just get... The, did you pick up boxing in, in jail or was it before jail or was it after jail? Uh, uh, uh. Okay, boxing in general, sir. You know, um, you know, I, I was, I was, I was, uh, you know, I was, I was on and off with amateur boxing. Okay. You know, what I mean, I, I was, I, I weren't consistent with it, but I, you know, I, I was doing it on and off. How many fights you know did I mean? you but get? I was, I was still, I was still smoking weed. You know, what I mean, I was still like, you know, I was still, you know, on the streets doing what I need to do. Occasionally, I'll, I'll quit smoking for maybe a small a month or two or a couple of weeks and go back to the gym. But I was I was always heavily smoking, man. It's only on my last sentence, uh, you know, I, uh, like a year into there, a year or two into there, I said, you know, I'm gonna quit, mm. and okay. and that, man. But um, yeah, boxing was something I was on and off with as a teen. How many so, amateur so for, fights did? I'm sorry, but good. No, no, I mean, I, I was gonna say for for the listeners who don't know, right? Like, so you actually signed to Dillian White as like your manager, and you trained yeah. you trained by Xavier Miller, right? So. How did they pick you yeah. up? Like, uh, how did Dylan pick you up? Like, coming out of prison, did you have like to just were you in and around the gym and he just saw you and say, "Oh, you know what? I like the style of that guy." Or how did that come about? I was I was in and around the gym. You know, what I mean, um, I was in and around Miguel, so he did see me now and again. You know, what I mean, but he was still doing his thing. Um, there was one day where we just, you know, we was I was I'll come to the gym. He was there. And he just he just asked me, "Yo, you want to spar?" I said, "Yo, come." We sparred, and um, 
He's done like little four wait, rounds. Wait, in, wait, you know, wait, 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 John. Dylan asked you, did you want to spar someone else or did you want to spar him? Him. Him. Do I want to spar him? But wait. For speed, you well, do that for like middleweight. Because yeah. like, Jordan's yeah. a middleweight, but like sometimes a heavyweight wants to have like work on speed a little bit. Wow. Like, is that what happened, uh, John? Yeah, well, we, we just done it. And, you know, um, there was a the next time where it's like, you know, um, I was part of the park. He's fighting park. And so I was kind of used to just get the speed in. And there was one day, you know, we were just going at it. And everyone was shot. Like, you know, me at my weight, how we were just swinging at each other. You know what I mean? Like, it was like, it was like electrifying. And everyone was just like, wow. Then from there, man, they just, I just, I just kept close. And, and you know, um, I was eventually to get him, um, get him as my manager. You know, I actually yeah. like that about Dillian, man, that he's he's giving people an opportunity that he sees has legitimate dog in him. You know what I mean? Like, he gave Fabio a shot for the same reasons, you know, for, for seeing him spar. Even Babic, right? Like, Babic was a spawn partner of his. That he's like, yeah. yo, these guys got... Him, he's like, these guys got that heart. Because, you know, it's some is heart. Some is skill, you know, stamina, all that, the hard work. But you need that heart, man. And if you got that dog in you, it's important. So that's that's pretty dope, man. Shout out to Dillian White. Um, uh, you I know, didn't real get quick, to let ask me you, sneak this one in. Let me just, I just, I because I don't want this to get lost. I wanted to know how many amateur. I know you was off and on, so it's not a big deal. I just want to know how many were you able to get in, even though you were off and on amateur fights. Thirteen, you know, uh, oh, thirteen. Okay, and still not yeah. bad. Listen, Gabriel Rosado had like 16. So that's what I mean. Like, I wanted to just, I, I just want all that information, you know what I mean? I'm always uh, interested in all the details. But go ahead, Mario. No, speaking of details, uh, you were also trained uh, by Mark Tibbs, who uh, had trained Dillian White. Mm. And with that break, I understand, uh, because there was a lot of going back and forth, we did have Mark Tibbs on about the way that White let him go and i understand that you actually reached out and mark's uh been on record as to saying that you kind of did it the right way um yeah yeah you know yeah. He and, said and it talked on the show. to him about it uh what made you what prompted you to 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 make sure that you had that conversation with him and and you know go about it in that way with such class you know the situation uh you know um you know mark we've always been on uh, uh kind of good terms it was just uh um, you know, I was at the time I was I was I was training with both of them anyway. You know, Mark would tell me, you know, um, yeah, go see uh Zab, he's got some sparring for you tonight. Or I was always training with both of them, you know what I mean? Especially uh there was a fight in like March, I was getting ready for him before that, and I was always training with both of them and um there was just some things I noticed, so I just and when I was in Portugal, you know, there was a situation where Mark weren't able to be here, man. Um I don't know the COVID situation, he needed to be with his family. And so I was here training constantly with, uh, with Zab, so it just made sense that I'm going into the next fight, you know, I'm working with Zab, and then, you know, um, so I just I just spoke to him, you know, and um, and and this was, uh, it, I just told him how I felt and, and, and the situation and all that, man, and we just, we just it was just um, good terms, really. Can you tell me some of the differences between the two? Uh... Like, what is it that you like more about Xavier at this point? Because you decided to stay with him. Is it just a, the know, attention, it, the extra it, time? It, it, uh, you know, Zab uh, is very technical. You know what I mean? Very, very technical. Uh, I would say Tibbs maybe was more uh, more aggressive. 
you know, more aggressive style. But both of them together, man, it was such a unit, man. It was, it, it, they were bringing out the best of me. It was such a unit, man. It was good. I just hey. had a question real quick. You can jump in, Mitty. I, I, I noticed that the name Pester on the, uh, on the handle, where does that name come from? You know, we always get, you know, names from the neighborhood or yeah. maybe, maybe an uncle or an aunt gave it to you. Where does the name Pester come from? You know, it was just from the streets, man. You know me. If you, if you knew me around me, I'm I'm a jokey person. I'm like a little pest. I'm always I'm always cracking joking, always cussing. No, that's 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 just me, man. I'm like the life of the party. I'm I'm that little pest. So I was always that person. You know what I mean? Like you you people would play an instrumental and I'd be just joking over it or just cussing someone over it. Like, and and it, it just came something just growing up from young. So even even my even my you know my guys' mums they'll say like ah. Uh, Someone say, oh, that's John. They'll say, who? Oh, Pesta. So it's like, it's, it's, it's so, it's so, you know what I mean? It's just, it, it was one period I was trying to just stick to John and it was just like, everyone was just so used to calling me it, man. So it's just, it's just, it's just been like that, man. That's All right. So, so Pesta, like, t tell us, like, then, like, um, you're fighting Linus, right? So you're fighting Linus next. And, you know, I know that you guys know each other. Being from London, you must have sparred together and all that. But I also see that there's a little bit of beef right now on social media and, and all that. So tell us what, what's, what made that beef happen and how did the sparring session go also? Uh, well, well, the beef happened, me being, you know, who I am, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, not, I'm just a real person where I come from, you know what I mean? It was, um, there was a live who was talking with Zab and he was just like, yo, like, do they want it? And like he, he was just giving up with that that attitude. What the arts, you know, a lot of people wanted us to fight, and he's saying, "What do they want it?" So like he, I came on a live and I said, "Look, I, I know this guy. You know what I mean? I, I don't know why he's talking tough. He's put a bandana on. Say no, you know what I mean? So I phoned him. You know what I mean? Me being him, I phoned him. I said, "Yo, like who you talking to? Like, like what do you mean? Do they want it? I'm, I'm, I'm my team is Dylan White. Of course he wants it even more than me." Like, how dare you come on? You know, I'm not scared of no one. Then he just started apologizing like a little bitch on the phone. I even got the footage as well, you know what I mean? You know, like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then, um, where it was getting into the open, like, you know, like he was, you know, they, they were ducking me, you know, they wanted we we put offer to fight him on the Chizora 2 card. They said no, and I got a message from their, their management. They said no, and um, uh, we tried i think we tried to get when he won the title i was meant to fight try and fight him but someone told the boxing board they said i gotta have one more fight and which i've done and then he was signed to fight someone else that he would easily have beaten because he, he cherry picks a lot you know what i mean so then um and then now you know uh, the covid came because me and him, we spoke, we spoken on live, man. Me and him was spoken, and he's saying, like, listen, like, no, you know, I'm signed to fight this guy, you know what I mean, and blah, blah, blah. And and now that he's got no option now, because then it just looks like you're just ducking, because, like, you're the, you know, and he, he, has to, he has to fight me. So, and where it's coming in the open, obviously, he's telling his story that he's offered to fight me, and it's like, um, you, it's kind of crazy. Why would you offer to fight me when you're ahead of me? You know what I mean? You've got more options in front of you. You're offering to fight me who's, who's behind you, obviously. So um it it's just it's just it's just it's just one of those ones where there's like two sides to it. Well, when you listen to my side, it makes a lot of sense. And his one is just like, you know, uh waffling. Yeah, so so what you know, from the sparring, like what gives you the confidence that you'll do the business, like, you know, come fight night, like there was once there was one spot I landed the right hand and I made him do that James Brown dance. Mm. So, oh yeah, inspiring. <laughs> 
But, but listen, but 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 what gloves do you spar with, like in terms of ounces? Because you know, sparring is sparring, man. Like, uh, I mean, I mean, there's a lot of fighters that have gotten the better of a fighter in sparring, and and, and the fight doesn't turn out that way. You know, uh, smaller gloves, no headgear, under the lights, that pressure, the camera, and he's 15 and 0, no defeats. Like you said, he's ahead of you. Is your overconfidence going to be probably a downfall because you're too confident mm-hmm. in what happened in sparring? No, no, no. It's not. It's never on the case of the sparring, man. We had two spars, yeah? We had two spars. And he done well in one. I, I, I thought I done well in one. So I'm not taking sparring in, into the thing of just, just like, yeah, that's why. Um, My confidence, I put the work in, in the gym. You know, as, as a boxer, you got to be confident, man. I don't know what the heck you jump in the ring for, going in there, shake it, and then you're going to get your, your jaw twisted. You know what I mean? Like, um, um, I have to be confident in my own ability. Like, what, what else? You know what I mean? I, have to, I, My coaches believe in me, my team believe in me, but I have to believe in myself more than they believe in me. That's and true. that's how I'm going in there. So Xavier <laughs> wanted this fight for you? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right, that's that's interesting, man. Um, because again, he like you said it yourself, he's ahead of you. What is it that you or your team see in him? Um, oh, and this they just they just feel that, you know, um I've got the pedigree to take him out. It's the opportunity, he's got he's got the belt, and you know, uh, me with the belt will make more sense, you know what I mean? Um I I, I feel I'm, I'll be real uh anything are gone. No, no, I was telling Mitty one more before oh. he jumps in. I, you could continue to answer. I was just giving him the, the heads up. I have one more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's full. It's the oppor- you know, it's opportunity, man. Basically, we're just, we just opportunity takers. That's that's what we, we are as a team. The opportunity is there. Listen, take it. You know what I mean? Yo, so it's crazy because that's exactly where I was going with my next question. It seems like that Dillian White stable don't want to wait the traditional time of you know, building the fighter. Like, Babic, I thought, took a huge step up versus Sean Winters in three fights or four fights. That was amazing to me. And now you also are fighting someone that's maybe five, seven fights deeper than you. Uh, so what is it about you guys? Like, wh- I know your rush is probably the age, but it seems like the entire camp has that mentality of I don't want to wait. I want my shots now or I want to get to that level now. Yeah, I feel that way too. Yeah, it, 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 it's rubbing off on us, and it, I think we just got that thing of like, yo, we're just doing it our way. We're, we're changing boxing, mate. We're, we're we're putting our hearts into this. We're taking risks, and we're giving the fans what they want. You know what I mean? Um, it's, it's you know like we're trying to bring it back to that to that era, man. You know that era, that golden era of boxing, and that nineties era, man, where it's just the best fight, the best. You know what I mean? You 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 get you get your um. You, 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 you get your entertainment value from the boxing man, and that's and that's what we're all we're down for, and that's what I'm down to do. You know what I mean? Just just I want to go in there and 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 go in there and get the best. Real quick, I just love that a, answer. I love that answer. On a producer side note, for those just tuning in, uh, we're 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 here live with John Harding Jr., part of that Dillian White stable, and and I want to remind everybody that Chris Congo was also with Dillian White, and he also just took a fight where yes, he, yes. you know, took yeah. a, a huge forgetting somebody. a huge step up. So it's just like, I want our listeners to be aware that the people coming out of that gym, 
uh, under the tutelage of Xavier and even Mark Tibbs at that time, you know. But out of that, that you know, all the smoke is what I call it on Sundays. Uh, are you part of that? Oh, sun, Sunday, Sunday smoke. smoke. Yeah, 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 yeah. You think, do you think you made your, your name on that Sunday smoke or was it just that sparring session with Dillian? Like, because I feel like, it's a beautiful idea. He gets these guys to go up against each other, and then you get to see the cream rise to the top. And it's like, he's got his own golden ticket going on, his own golden contract in that gym, so to speak. Like, if you work hard enough, if you're fight, if you're dog enough, he might give you an opportunity. I think that's a beautiful thing. So do I. Yeah, yeah. And I love that. I love that y'all feed off each other with that because, like you said, Chris Congo and Babic. I mean, it's. I love that y'all all feed off each other, dude. And if you win, man, that's a trifecta, man. There's a lot yes. of pressure on you, man. Chris Congo stepped up huge. Babic stepped up huge. Now, if but that's you step the way you up want it, right? You and win this title. Yeah, that's, that's, like that's what that's makes that camp exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's what we give. You know, it is, and it's exciting for the fans. So anytime they hear one Definitely. of us going out there. Excited, you know what I mean? They ain't just seeing us just blow over to someone that's just that we don't, that nobody knows, or it's just a easy defense victory or whatever, you know what I mean? So um, it's just yeah, like we're saying, we just we just we just we just out there, man. We just we just got to put our hearts and souls into this, man. So, John, so uh, I mean, like, I, I want to come ahead. back to 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 Lionel a little bit, and we can close that chapter. But like, obviously, you're confident, right? But like, what yeah. do you see does well? Because I've seen him like a few times, and like. If anything, I can, you know, I can see that he's a hard puncher and all that. So, but in your opinion, what do you have to worry the most about, like, when it comes to the fight with him? Like, what do you have to avoid? I, like, you know, he's he boxes and he's, he's got a counter right hand that he, he, he likes to throw a lot. You know what I mean? That he, he's like his second nature shot. You know what I mean? And, uh, and, and his movement, he can fight a lot on the back foot. You know what I mean, which can be good, but can also be a downfall. But um, yeah, man, he's he's got you know, and he's he's undefeated, man. So um, uh, it it makes me, I can say, it just gives me that extra extra budge, extra push, extra buzz to really just be to take his all. Yeah. So okay. John, I mean, like it's an exciting fight. Like to be honest, I, I I'm looking forward to that fight because I I think like your style will be great. Both of you have got like decent qualities, so I'm looking forward to that, man. Real quick, I'm just going to jump in with the lighthearted questions here. <laughs> you got the chat, you know, asking uh, about you, John. Supposedly, you know, they're on your IG or somewhere. They're finding you. You got bars. You be oh, rhyming. Oh, you rap? So it's uh, like. Uh, yeah, there's just bits of rhyming there, you know what I mean? Nah. Yeah, they want to know what's up with John Harding let on me Saturdays on Boxing man. Bars. Nah, man. I want to hear. Let me get like four bars. Let me hear at least four if you don't want to do a full 16. Let's see what put, you got. Put, put the stainless beat on. Oh, you, shit. You, that's right. We got a beat. They, they, they got a beat for we you. We got wait, a beat. If you, if, you, a beat if, you, if, you, if you got the skills, we definitely got a beat. If you want this beat, and it's it's, uh, I love this production to be honest with you. Let me uh turn it up just slightly. Let me know when you can hear it clearly. I know you don't got headphones in. Let me, cause I don't want it to come in too loud over you though. You want to turn it up? You want me to turn it up? Yo, I, 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 let me, let, I get it started for him. I get it started uh -oh, for him. Uh-oh, uh-oh, he yo, inspired him. Yo, uh, look, uh, yo, man, the beat's messing me up. We about to have a party. 
Yo, I'm about to do it with my man John Hardy. We gonna come in this thing and we gonna get it started. Y'all know how we do it every morning. We get it popping. Damn, that didn't rhyme, but it's all right. <laughs> come on, John. You could do better than that, John. I need to the beat. Turn the beat up. We just went to Let me hear the beat. Just turn it up. <laughs> Actually, what the shades been leaning all lazy. Hey, okay, John. Okay, John. Yo, I like it. I like it. John, so I had this question pulled up. I wanted to know you said two years into the bid, you quit, so you got nine years, no more, no bud, right? Yeah, 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 no but. Nine years. This yeah, is huge, John. That's 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 huge, man. That's almost a decade. Listen, so there's no issue then, because I'm just trying, you know, the stamina. Uh, I think that sometimes a person's activity and their will to win can beat or overcome someone else's skill. If you're the more uh, conditioned fighter, you can almost drive the win regardless of the skill of the other person. Sometimes, obviously, sometimes he's too skilled. Mayweather leave you looking like Canelo versus Mayweather. But, yeah, I just want to make sure that that tank is going to be there, that you're going to be able to give all that fire on the fight night. Yeah, yeah man, this is going to be fire. It's going to be war. It's going to be a fight to remember. You know what I mean? And that's that's what it's going to be, an exciting fight, fight for the fans. You know, looking, it's looking like it's going to be fight of the night. It's gonna be an exciting card, man, and, and and I can't, I just, I just can't wait, and and you know, um, all the support I've been getting, and everyone that's been seeing my life change around, I'm, I'm ever so thankful, man. So I mean, those just, are. Just so, real quick, like, so you're in Portugal right now, right? So you in uh, in camp with Dillian, like, yeah. who do you have like sparring there? Like, who have who good middleweight? All right, well, giving you work. Chris is there with you. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 me and him, we, we've been sparring from, well, we've been sparring for long, man, like, we go back, man, like, when we spar, it's like, war. everybody wants to just be around and just watch, you know what I mean, like, you know, everyone's standing up and just taking note, so, uh, um, yeah, man, he brings the best out of me, man. Nice. So, who's the taller out of you and Chris, because he's allegedly, like, 6'1 at welterweight, but you're six feet at middleweight, do you look taller, does he look taller? Oh, that's a very good one, man. You know, we need to we need to wear we're, we're roughly like the same kind of height. But I, you know, I looked at him today or was yesterday, and I'm like, damn, man, you look a bit taller, man. So <laughs> to me, to me you look taller like, every day. You know, when, when I see yeah. when I saw you sparring the other day and like knowing Chris, you look taller to me. But I haven't seen you side by side though. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know a lot about Linus. Does Chris give you a good look in terms of styles, or is it just work yeah. with a high-level fighter? Question. Uh, well, it's a bit of both, man. You know what I mean? Uh, Chris is is is, is high-level, man. You know what I mean? And you know, the lighter guys, 
they they got a lot of stamina, man. You know what I mean? We can take it up. You know what I mean? So, um, uh, yeah, Chris is good work, man. I, I like sometimes when I spar some of the light, lighter guys that are of, of a level. They give you a lot of work because it's, it's a lot of stamina, so it just you know, makes your heart rate go through the roof. Cool, cool. So, uh, I mean, we didn't even ask you what's your style like because, uh, you know, we're over across the pond here, so we haven't gotten an opportunity to watch you fight. We'll be tuned in for this one. But for those that didn't get to see you fight, what would you say your style favors or looks like? If, if I can say a style, you know, I'm, I'm more of a box fighter. I can box clean. I can, you know, I could, I could do the movement. Uh, and I can, I can, uh, you know, I can fight. I can put my heart and soul in it, and just bite deep on my gun shield and 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 and, and overhand, overhand right and everything, man. I can swing deep. I can put the pressure on. And, you know, like you know, you see me sparring the other day. I can, I can, I can stay. And it all depends on my opponent, man. You know what I mean? I can stick a move, find the back foot. I say I'm all rounded, man. Beautiful. Beautiful. So those are my last questions. I don't know if anybody else has anything else. If not, you could give out Just your one social media. I, I, I got to cut, so I've got to cut short. So it was nice having you on. Thanks for coming on. And, uh, you know, all the best for the fight, man. I wish you all the best. And hopefully you're victorious, man. Yes, for yes, sure. I will be, man. Thank you so yeah. much, guys, man. Nice right. to see you guys, man. Yeah, nice thank you, man. Hey, John, luck, give John. out your social media. For anybody listening that doesn't follow you, can do so. And uh, once well, again, we appreciate you, man. We look to get you back on uh, after the fight. That's a superstar. Hit me up, John Harden Jr. You'll find man. All right. All and, right. and where are you that, from yeah. in London, uh, 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 Pest? I'm from South London, man. Uh, New Cross originally, yeah. All right. Cool, cool, All right, cool. repping. All right, champ. Well, uh, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, John Harden Jr. Mitty, once again, gracias. Uh, catch you guys on the next one. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go out to the callers and get this thing uh, started here. Uh, we want your opinion, not only on the interview, but obviously on uh, today's topic. And that is, uh, can the Charlo brothers be as big or bigger than the Klitschko brother legacy? That is something that Jamel Charlo wants to accomplish. He wants to become as big or bigger than the Klitschko brothers. Um, they're definitely on the right path to accomplish that. And uh, we're looking for your opinion on that. The number to call in and give us your opinion is obviously 1-425-569-5241. Press 1 one time. To voice your opinion right here. Don't forget if you don't press one on your own blog talk, we won't be able to get to your call. Now, if you're tuning in live right here on youtube.com forward slash the boxing voice, don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel and help us achieve that goal of 117,000 subscribers. Only you can help us with that. Only you can tell a friend to tell a friend right now. We're at 116,189. That means we need damn near 800 more to get to that goal, which could be accomplished simply Two in one day. <laughs> in one day. In one day. You share this video enough, the four to 5,000 people that watch these episodes daily share it enough, and we will get those 800 subs, believe me. Uh, but only you can do it. I can only ask you to. 
once again, we're going out to the callers. You can also connect with us live on Skype by adding Nestor Gibbs to the Skype. And remember, you got to send that friend request in order to be added to the live call. Uh, and while I'm giving you all this information, don't forget, we uh, made our makeup episode of Untitled. Uh, we were off Monday. We made that up for you yesterday at 7 p.m. Eastern. It's out. Audio-only version for all my Atlas MP3 users and appreciators of that, right? Uh, you can catch it on MP3. It's also out on iTunes, probably. I'm not sure. You know, those guys are last. That being said, uh, what else we got to mention? Uh, Border Wars, October 24th. If you want to be a part of it, hit me up. We already got a stack, four-man card, and we might have a very good main event. We'll be finding out here in a few days. Can we have a very popular main event? Who knows? But if you want to be part of it, we're having it in Pittsburgh. Hit me up on IG or Patreon. You must be a Patreon in order to participate, and there are fees associated with it. Contact us. Don't forget, it's going to be the debut of Mario Munguia. He's taking on Keem from Florida. Long-time listener. Uh, long-time caller. And Mario, obviously, long-time host, right? And then put we in, got... Uh, my, uh, you put in my um, video out Sunday? Yes, sir, champ. All um, right. I got another says, one, too. J, what is that? GG Champ 15 says, how do I sign up for Border Wars and the Border Wars chat? Well, in order to get into Border Wars chat, you have to have paid your membership fees, right? You have to have attempted to participate in a Border Wars and or participated in the Border Wars and remained on that $5 level. So the only way you get into the chat is once your fees is paid. Like, shout out to Sonny, right? It's Sonny, right? Not Sony. Sonny, which is uh, Weber's fighter from Oklahoma. He's been in the chat. Kind of not seen much from him. How about you guys? I don't know, but he's in the chat. But yeah, man, once you pay your fees, we'll add you to the chat, and you'll be part of the fam, bro. Every, I mean, there's there's new people in there now, but everyone in there is like freaking at minimum three years old already. Dang. Mm. Yeah. They've been in that chat for three years already, if not a so, little bit more. So, well, let me ask you, how much, because this is what I've been getting asked by people, how much video do you have to send, and how much time can you have in between a fight? Like, if you sign up, like, what's the deadline, I guess? What do you mean, deadline for? For, like, a fight. Like, like let's say somebody, because, and, and honestly, somebody asked me these exact questions last read night. Read them to me, read them to me, because you're not giving uh, them well. Okay, I actually uh, gave I actually gave uh, gave the number to um, to Bishop to get a hold of him. Okay, but he's asking when can we sign? When is the last week we can sign up for Border Wars and still fight this next one? I think you meant this next one. Oh, uh, and oh. Then, I mean it all depends. Yeah, I mean, look, we usually have a deadline, and that's the truth. Uh, we're kind of open this one. This is, you know, COVID is affecting everything. Okay. And uh, he also wants to know how much footage they have to send. Mm. Footage. I, I just, I footage, told him just. We, we need 
A little bit of everything, guys. You got to understand, Jamel has watched like Derby five minutes total fight. of everything, right? That's good. Five I mean, ten minutes. Three, three minutes of everything three is, is excessive. Okay, cool. You know, three minutes of you on the bag, I'm falling asleep. Oh, you know I meant I mean? total. <laughs> I meant total. So if you want to send me three yeah, minutes that's of why sparring. I did mine the way I did mine. You seen the way I did mine. I three cut minutes mine of sparring. I, I, only thing I don't like about chores is you shot it for like Instagram. I hate when people do that. But you well, know, but I, I told you I wanted to do that vlog style, but I could change vlog it up though. Style. Oh, you mean panel? He didn't have a panel. Vo uh, vlog style. I don't have nobody to film me. Doggy, vlog style doesn't mean square dog like, yeah you know oh, that's true go to youtube that's type in vlog type, type in vlog and believe me vlog yeah. style just means this like mm -hmm. my phone in front yeah, of yeah, me yeah, yeah. and i'm like yo word is born this mario monguia we here you got a tripod by any chance you don't even need I do. it listen you with, with, well, with, with twenty dollars you'll see it when he posts it with wow. twenty dollars they'll sell something to, you'll buy something that you could connect to your phone and oh, the selfie like, stick, and it'll be I, like that. You know what I mean? I have it's like one a of those. Handle. I have one of those. Yeah, it could it attaches from underneath, but but I it sucks because like you see the angles that I'm getting for spawn or for uh, everything. It's all on the ground because I don't got nobody <laughs> to film me. Yeah. Like I asked some girl to film me for target mitts because the camera kept falling down. I was like in my fourth or fifth round, and I would turn around. And I'm like the fucking phone fell it's like but i wasn't gonna nah, stop you gotta, to do you gotta it. listen go on like amazon bro listen go on amazon you can find something for ten dollars i found uh i can't remember the name because it's actually a good name but it's like under 10 bucks and it's a tripod with three legs that you can bend so you can literally use the two legs of the tripod and wrap it around the ropes you could go to a corner post wrap it around the corner post so many things you can do I got suction cup things. Like, I get all my own footage. I don't, you know, because if I wait around for my friend, who I will not mention, to record me sparring, you guys would never see me spar. I'll turn the camera from now on. Uh, I actually have a video from today. And just so everybody understands what Ness is publishing, it's from Monday. So then I have one from Tuesday. But so, like, everything's going to be, like, a couple days behind. Uh, and that's mostly because of editing and stuff. But um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna walk everybody through it. Like I show everybody what I'm eating. Like right now, I'm like all border wars. Like I wake up, I'm like, all right, what am I doing this morning? Four in the morning, went for my run, did a little light circuit at the gym, and then it's like tonight is boxing. You know what I'm saying? So uh, it's like every day I'm waking up. Well, can I eat this? Can I eat that? Um, and so y'all will see, I put like 10 minutes together and then I got another video from today, but I'll probably just delete that one. I mean, from yesterday, I'll probably delete that one cause it was shot the same way. And, uh, yeah, obviously not super great, but it's footage, man. Bag footage. Yeah, it's footage. Footage is footage. So we just need to be able to assess you to properly match make you we pride ourselves on not having anyone get hurt and we pride ourselves on having a, a pretty high return rate you know uh most people have returned to border wars um and have fought and even some of those that that, that only fought once and it's been six years since they fought they're still in the chat, though. So they're still like family. You know what I mean? Shout out to Sal. <laughs> Y'all fucking... Yeah. That, no, for those tough. that don't know, that's a Border Wars inside joke. Sal's 1-0. and 
And I've been fucking with him about that forever because it's like, yo, when you gonna get that next fight, champ? We we about to jump on Jordan now, Mister One and Nah, up. nah, nah. But Jordan gets a pass. Jordan had a le- Jordan is the first guy. First of all, Jordan is our first Cuban uh, Border right. Wars fighter. Secondly, he's the first dude to have a legitimate injury, show legitimate paperwork, show up, fight with the injury with. A legitimate injury, like we we seen that 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 knee, we seen that air cast, everything. He fought with that. We seen how stiff he couldn't bend it, and still got one of the only stoppages. Because remember, other than Jordan, he's the newest stoppage. Like, you know, the other one, you know, it's been a minute now. So he's the latest stoppage. I think it was a first rounder. You know, uh, so after that fight. He got the surgery. I think he had like ACL surgery or something like that. Meniscus, I don't know. He's in the pre-pro action, but he said he's ready. He just can't do this one, but he could definitely do like a December one if we come back that fast, which I doubt it. So he'll be ready for 2021. Coyote with the super chat says, Chizora Usyk finally on for the 31st of October. That's pretty cool. That's only a month away. That's cool. That's cool that they was able to finalize it and, um, you know, get it on so soon instead yeah. of, like, some some date for next year or some weird stuff like that. Ken Stone got a super chat. He says, it's fight week, baby. The Ukraine and the DR looking for belts and lion pelts. Hashtag lions only diet. Hashtag slayed lions in the camp. Damn, we all Who's know Ken that? Stone is for the oh, other guy. Oh, hey, hey, T. I guess because, yo, he's so close to DR. He like, fuck that, I'm going with Rosario. Going with the primos. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we can open up these phone lines. Mario, we got Block Talk. I'm going out to longtime listener, Border Wars fighter, friend of the show, all that, man. I mean, what haven't you done? He's even been to an appreciation night. JD, motherfucker. There's a lot of things I like to do, so, man, uh, man. And let me not forget Boomeranga. What up, JD? Boomy. JD. Boomerang. JD. Damn. Damn, did I get that wrong, Mario? What's 409? That's not JD? I'm pretty sure that's JD. Right. He's a it, truck driver. He might be busy. There we go. It is him? He, he had to stop yeah. right yeah, now. He, he might be talking to the dispatcher. Check your yeah, Just like the king is what I mean. I mean, my The king is what I mean. I mean. Chief. I mean. Yo, is it me or what? What's going on here? Everybody in the shadow room? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well. All right. Yeah. Let's, I, I, really, I got 214. Uh, Valdez? It is. Yo, what the heck? Wow. I'm trying to. Yo, I think blog talk's down. Okay. I'm like, because I'm like, I see yeah, all these numbers. Keeps... It keeps it keeps kicking me out every time it's frozen now. Block talk got up. What they got an update? What the fuck? Oh no, man. Um, 
I'm really trying to hear what people got to say about this. Well, let's go to Skype. That's why we got Skype, man. The backup. Not the backup. The reliable source, actually. The, the Solid. You know. That's the landline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the landline. Uh, <laughs> we're going hilarious. out to Steve in Chicago. My town up in K-Town. Hey, Daddy. This is Dollar Beat. I drink soda. I eat pizza. I hang out with chicks all day. You still can't beat me. They fighting every day. They ain't the gym every day. Just give me six weeks. Oh, good morning. Okay, you're there. Oh, good morning, Steve. How's it going, man? Good, good. Yeah, I missed. Uh, I missed most of what you guys ate. The only thing I'm gonna say is just to remind everybody. That uh, you had just posted that uh, Alamada, Ivers Neary. Everyone, go make your pick on that. The uh, event this weekend that was a late edition that just got missed. That's really all I got because I missed most of what you guys were talking about. Unless you want to film me in. Yeah, what do you think about the comparison um, uh, that's being made right now? You know, the Charlo brothers um, eventually, you know being able to be the you know the polarizing figures that the Klitschko brothers were so we well, were talking Jer- about Jer- Jermall, uh I mean Jermel came out and said I say as big as the Klitschkos or bigger when asked if they would ever reach that level um, so that's what we're talking about is debating whether they can get there or not or if that's too lofty a goal definitely. to set they, if they keep winning definitely they'll be bigger no doubt about it bigger no doubt about it i agree he is on winning uh and they're they're making history to be honest with you twins like yeah that, i agree to be that's history in the making no i i, I, I definitely agree on. for sure well i and that was the point that I had made earlier in the show is that, you know, as great as the Klitschko's were and they are and Vlad deserves to be, you know, the Hall of Famer that he's going to be first round ballot. He deserves to be on a list of all time great heavyweights, how high up that can be debated, but he deserves to be there. But the point of being big, like the, they weren't very well known. So it's like the Charlos are already building a bubble and they've never even had that big marquee Canelo A side type of fight. Think about how far along they are. They still haven't fought Jacobs. He still hasn't fought Golovkin. He still hasn't fought Canelo and he's been able to make yeah, his own lane. That's what I said. As long as they keep winning, you know, they're in the making, they're history in the making. As long as they keep winning, you know, they're history in the making. Out there yet, but they're getting there. As long as they keep winning, they'll be bigger, no doubt about it. That's no question to me. As long as so you're they saying they'll be bigger, you know, they'll be bigger, absolutely. If they keep, yeah, heck yeah. The reason I ask like that because we, we talked about the longevity in the 10 year reign, and um, you know, you know I mean. Let's go, champ. You feel me? I, I listen. Um, yo, great interview. What, what's what's his last name? John um, Hardy. Harper Hardy. 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 Yeah. 
He's a TBV guy. That's one of our fighters. We got to watch him. He's one of us. He's one of our guys. I, you know, it, it would have been good to um, get the Patreon, but I know, you know, things just kind of happen like that. But um, as far as the Charlos, man, listen, it's different circumstances. I mean, listen, automatically they're going to be as big as the Klitschko's because, number one, you don't have any other brothers to compare them to. So when you start looking over the annals of boxing history, you're going to say brothers were champions. You're going to say the Klitschko's and you're going to say the Charlos. So that in itself puts them in discussion. I think, you know, a lot of the pressure, too, was on um, uh, Vladimir to carry the, the reign for the brothers. You know, Vitaly, you know, he, he was tough, but, you know, when he went in against the top of his division, you know, the top heavyweights, he was either stopped or, or he knocked somebody out. So he was really touch and go. He was very, you know, he was Wilder-esque in that way. You know what I'm saying? Wilder going to either punish you, knock you out, whatever. So I say that to say, um, I don't know which Charlo is going to be the one, probably uh, Big Charlo is going to be the one to carry the legacy for the brothers because both of them can do it, but I don't know. So... That's my call, man. Great show as always. Catch y'all over time. I mean, some might say it's already Jamel. Some might say it's already Jamel being the Vlad of the family. Yeah, no, that's that's a good point. Um, this IBF yes. WBA will put him up. Ness, I, I, I got to tell you something, Ness. And I want to say I'm sorry before I tell you this. And I want to know. I want you to know that I'll spend all night fixing this. I just deleted almost every 700 number we have. Where? How the hell? I mean, I can't no you just go back? Because that's a word. I tried. I tried to. Here's the thing. I don't mean. Ash has the master copy. I don't mean backspace. I, I, can't you just go back to a different day? A, a day. Oh, uh, good call. Damn. Why didn't I think of that? You're right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you could go back because it saves yes, daily. Yes, I can. So you could go to a edited, a saved version from yesterday. But yes, oh my God, there it is. Seen, you should have seen oh, him. Oh, you're a fucking genius. Ness, I don't know if you saw him, but he was going like this. Nah. I was about. I swear to God, I was about to tear up. I was like, he's gonna be so fucking. He's like, no. Let me let me get to one of those 700s and try blog talk again here. Davidian, you there? Davidian, are you there? Broham, are you there? I wonder what's going on with Block Talk. Because I, I actually called in to Block Talk. They can hear us, clearly. It's us not being able to hear you guys anymore. My God, the numbers are there. What the Thank hell you. is going on? Yeah, Davidian dropped off now. They, we can't. Hey, what happened? We're not hearing them for whatever reason I'm here. Trying to find the seven seven three number, but I can't. I deleted it, and then now I'm like redoing it. Oop. That's strange, bro. I don't know well, how I did that. That was so crazy. No, I mean that they can't hear us too. Like, yeah, oh yeah, that's that know. to me. That's I like mean, every day. Yo, I, hate it, I think the thing is this, right? Blog Talk sold their platform to uh, Spreaker. So I think they're just not updating anymore. Damn, and Hawk, Harry just, Hawk just went on too. Not they, they they just not doing maintenance, Hawk I guess, because we've been having this issue for years about, you know, oh, it's down, it's off, it's up, it's down. But anyway. And it used to be so reliable. Used to. I'm telling you, I think once they sold it, they're like, man, that's all that. But anyway, uh, moving on gotta... to Sony 
Sony, no Sony going once, going twice, going twice. Bomb box in Arizona. Going once, going twice. They go to rhyme. And oh, New Orleans. Let's go, champ. Marlon, so icy Sims. Yeah, Iceman. Call him the Iceman. All right, Majid. Oh, okay, Marlon is there. Sorry, Majid, I'll be right back to you. Marlon, what up? Yes. Hey, you hear me? I'm, man, I'm, I'm chilling, man. I'm in the Air Force, so there's probably a lot of background noise. Oh, God, we hear you so far. Oh, man, uh, I'm just chilling, chilling, man. I'm trying to... Uh, Trying to get some fight updates for myself, man. Trying to trying to get back in the ring, man. I ain't trying to sit out too long. This I, whole I seen so, you working. Got, yeah, I, man. I'm, I'm staying I in the gym. I seen you, man. bro. You looking freaking like completely ripped. You look like you fight ready, bro. You better not overwork. I, I ain't overworking. I'm just consistently working. Just I feel like I'm working smarter, man. I'm I'm evolving. I'm just growing more, and you know, just really leveling up on uh, different things that I want to do inside that ring. Oh, for sure, man. But uh, I feel like since your last fight from Showbox, you've just stayed in shape, and it's just gotten consistently better, at least from what you're posting. Yeah, and that's what it is. Like I'm just, I'm consistently just working. Like I'm not, I don't feel like I'm overworking. Um, but yeah, it's just me. Like even if I wasn't fighting, I'll still be in a gym, and uh, and that's just pretty much where where I'm at. I'm just. Staying in the gym just to just to stay ready, just in case if one of these top rank cards they want to call me for one of those, I want to be prepared. I don't want to sit there and be like, oh, I need you know a whole seven week camp. I want to be like, if they call me on a three week notice and we already in shape, but they don't know it or whatever, they want to call me for a B side fight. I'll be prepared for it coming there with an A side mentality, and uh, that's the only way I'm gonna be able to get some opportunities right now. I feel it's, it's some one of these. Uh, I got to get on one of these cards that they gotta. I feel like they have to think. Okay, let's just get this guy. He got a nice record, you know, this and that. And, and then I come in there and just do, pull a clay collar and start doing the upset. That's what I'm talking about. That's that's what I'm on, man. I'm trying to get trying to secure my own little Minnesota State title fight right now with uh, Ramiro Hernandez, but he ducking me and I, I, and he it's, it's sad out here, man. I'm trying to I'm just trying to fight. That's all it is. Like people ain't trying to set it up though, and they want to take the easy path. All right. Well, Marlon, man, I want to thank you. Um, it looks like Majid, Keem, JT, Juan, J-Mac, Davidian, Coach Myers, all y'all will get to you on overtime. Uh, we'll be right back at 1045. We're going to be talking Lubin. Charlo, no, Lubin and Geisha numbers um, on Ooh. Showtime. You know, we'll talk about how many people viewed it, and we'll talk about is it right to maybe think about going to the zone, right? Like if you're only doing a hundred thousand views, you. 
really can't complain about fighting on an app. So if there's no, if you're not being seen, then don't complain about fighting on the app. Take the money that the app is offering, right? I don't know. I mean, or do you leave Showtime? But that's what we're gonna talk about on Overtime. I see some people complaining. Hey, we can do drive-by, but then that's going to make it shorter for you. If you do, if we give you your call for the morning show, because all of y'all are Patreons, we'll just give you your call on overtime, and you get more time on overtime. Yeah, that, yeah. that and then I you get wanna, multiple topics to yeah, talk about. Yeah, then you could talk about this and that on overtime, because you're a Patreon. The I don't want to cut y'all now and do... Like a, a, a drive-by for the remaining callers, so... Throw you out the car and shit, like, all right, get out! Yeah, you know? <laughs> but we do... We do have to do a, that... That We do got to do that hard stop, though, because, uh, you know, we got to cater to our Patreon familia on Plus, Wednesdays. maybe we come back with the Usyk topic. Uh, not only that, also, remember, today, 7 p.m. Eastern, we're trying to do... And I only say trying because no one has sent me the link to Rosario Gallimore, but I want to do Rosario Gallimore Makeup Film Study Tuesday at 7. We talked about it yesterday. Still haven't gotten a link. I haven't actually tried to do it myself yet and find it, but I am going to do that. In I'm going to send it right now to the Skype. Oh, he got the link. So it's on 7 p.m. Easter. Join us for Tuesday's Film Study Tuesday on Wednesday. Call it the Makeup. The makeup and Call once we it. make that up we're up to date we're back on track and See that's that? it and it's important because that fight can help us make the decision on friday's betting show Word. and what we do that's, like, that's gonna be a big show for us a big because show. i'm gonna tell you right Huge. now I'm it's the big show <laughs> yo i'm working on a really i'm working on a parlay that if the numbers Just are be real, where I think to... they are, it's gonna be like five bucks to win like a hundred and fifty. Exactly. Be, be real. Be real. After after I created that very lucrative two thousand dollar parlay, you feel the need to come up with a better parlay for the show. Except though, the difference is I'll actually do that parlay and win that money and not be scared money. So yeah, it's you're right. right. You are the inspiration for me to. But you know, look, not be scared but look, money. look, look, that's my own fault, right? That I didn't sure. bet. But the truth of the matter is... Possibly because you didn't believe in it as much as you thought you did? No, but the truth of the matter is, Jerron Ennis minus 600 by knockout. If you believed me, you put that. You know, um, the... The, the Lubin by money line. Everything else was basically money line, right? Champ, like, I'm going to give you your credit because you deserve it. But the difference between what I'm trying to do and what you did is I'm trying to be set by that date. Because here's the issue, I think, with what people might have had with your parlay is that one minute you were trying to give us, you know, uh, you were trying to give us boots four through six. And then you were like, oh, just take the knockout with that. And this wasn't on your parlay. But all I'm saying is that those kind of single recommendations kind of break down once you get to the parlay. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just got to be on that same. No, I think you just misunderstood. Tip. I gave people the option, right? Because there was people like yeah, Intrigue what... from Atlanta that are more uh, pro boots. So, sure. So I went from Moneyline. Remember, I went from Moneyline and giving you a guaranteed 
plus one hundred two for everybody who was money for the line. favorite. Yeah. Okay. Then I said, if you believe in your boots, you don't do money line boots. You do money line. I mean, you do boots minus six hundred for knockout. Sure. Right. I said, if you believe my advice, and 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 you guys too were were also uh, backing. We were we were backing Jonathan to possibly not be stopped by FA. And by putting that, it changed the parlay. So it was up to you to do it. Plus, it was $2. So you could have did every version that I did and been $2,000 richer. That's not my fault that you didn't do it. I gave it you the great, winning it was parlay. Great parlay, champ. I gave it you was the a winning great parlay. parlay. You could have went the Enrique route and put the 300 and made 400 on the favorites. Pedraza just winning. Lubin just winning. Everybody that I told you just winning the way that I said it. Or you could have made 2000 by switching yo, two fights. So yo guys, I don't know they what got, he's saying. They, they actually got the odds up for Jamal Charlo and Sergey on FanDuel right now. And uh, Jamal is negative 172 and Sergey plus 134. That's Those right. Those are very close odds, That's right. Man. No, no. They know who's the favorite. I like that. I like that. Well, of course. Yeah. But no, because there's odds, a lot of though. haters out here. What do you mean? There's a lot of haters out here that think that the Charlos ain't as, as good as they also. They know? can think that, but that, they every listen, if you are a logical boxing fan and not a you know, D-Rider or anything like that, you have to admit that Jamal is the favorite in the fight. He should be looked at as the favorite in the fight. You know, you got a guy who you could say he's got he's faced better opposition, but he hasn't won. Yo. You know what I'm saying? So Jamal has to be. You can pick Derevchenko, got no problem with that, but you got to admit who the favorite is. Yo, uh, you guys, do y'all need like? We're gonna end it and start overtime. Peace. Okay.